Hey, Reese, Bips, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Hello and welcome back yet again to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter at Bibbs Corner with no check mark. Joined as always by my co-host, Reese Williams at Minder Reese. Reese, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'll be feeling better if any of my parlays hit tonight, but that remains to be seen. Yeah, um, I, I didn't even have the energy to put any bets in with the math starting early. I just said, forget it. I didn't even set my fantasy lineups. I got Dane Lillard on my bench. I got Christian Wood in my starting lineup. Jeremy Grant is in my starting lineup. So, uh, yes, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's an interest. It's a weird day. It's a weird day. I actually made my bets directly before the game. Uh, before the Mavs game? Yeah, before I take the ride out there, I'll listen to like, some uh betting podcast and I was um I was listening to one uh and they were talking about the Mavs and Magic game and when I got into Pennsylvania I was like the Mavs spread is that the Mavs are favored by eight and a half. I'm like have they seen any of our games? I was like I'm really tempted to take Orlando plus the eight and a half. I didn't do it but I should have yeah, uh, and Orlando's had the most clutch game. Like, they've had more clutch games than us. So, <laughs> it was set up for it to be a clutch game. Um, With that said, I'm going to try to keep this. I'm going to try to do a tight 15. I know I, the comedians, they talk about doing a tight 15 when they do the set. That's what I'm going to try to do here today. And uh, considering people listen to podcasts less after a loss, <laughs> Um, that's even more incentive for me to keep this tight. I, um, shout out to the European, uh, fans. They, they had a blast today. They got to watch this one at 1030, 1130 at night versus three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning. Um, it amazes me still how many European people will stay up or get, or go to sleep early to get up and listen or to watch NBA games. I guess it shouldn't be amazing to me. But it is. Um, I, I don't know if I I would just not I would just give up on being a fan if I had to get up every morning at four to watch. Like I'm watching replays or highlights or something. Facts. Ain't even no point of having league pass. All you're going to be doing is watching reruns. Right. All right. So let's get into this game. No Paolo. No Christian Wood. No problem. No, no, there were many problems let's let's start with let's start with Luca um I know we talked about how we don't give him love much so I'm glad we have done that because I gotta talk shit today what you mean we haven't given him love much no I said like in past podcasts recently I've said that we don't usually give him a ton of love so we have given him love this year okay I mean I don't think that's I think we give him love I just it's certain things we expect. We like, all right, Luca doing yeah. his thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think I know what I'm going to title this podcast. And the first thing is the streaks. The streaks are the streaks are over. Uh, we, our winning streak is over. Luca's 30 point game streak is over. 
Josh Green's plus minus streak is over. Uh, uh, so looking at Luca, finished with 24, 6, 6, 3 steals, 2 blocks, 9 for 29 from the field, 2 for 11 from 3, 4 from 7 from the line. Somehow didn't have any turnovers. Well, he wasn't passing. Um, Just a bad game, man. It was ugly. It 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 was really ugly, and this was a terrible game for us not to have Christian Wood. Yeah, like I'd argue if we have Christian Wood, we probably win this game. We we look better than we do. I can tell you that because what ended up happening was I'm trying to avoid being an asshole to a certain player right now, but what ended up happening was. Some shots were not falling. We weren't getting the looks that we we usually get in these types of games. And our offense bogged down to Luca and Spencer going one-on-one or one-on-three or one-on-four. Like, just Luca and Spencer trying to do everything. And if we had Christian Wood we would have had another way to make our offense more dynamic because most of those other dudes cannot create for themselves. So when the defense is staying home, they're switching, everybody's super long and athletic, and only two people, I'm going to put that in quotes, are capable of breaking the defense down at all. That kind of limits your ability to, to create different different looks in the offense and that's that's what ended up happening like it, we stayed close because Luca and Spencer were doing everything especially in the second half like Spencer played the entire third quarter I was about to say I'd mainly give it to Spencer in the second half not even so much Luca because Luca didn't do much right uh Spencer Spencer kept us in it there, there were times where I was like all right you know I mean I know when he's about to take those isolation step back shots kind of like Luca does it's like, I don't trust him as much as I trust Luca taking those shots. But at that point, we had no one else creating any kind of offense whatsoever. And at least if we had a Christian Wood, we'd have someone else who we can rely on to get buckets. And without him, it's like, it's like at this point, you're relying on Tim Hardaway Jr. to be hot. And that's literally hit or miss. Um, but besides, let's talk about Tim Hardaway. He was two for 10. Uh, five points, two boards, two assists, two steals, one for seven from three. No turnovers, but that's because he doesn't pass the ball. Um, I don't want to be too hard on Tim because he is what he is at the end of the day. Shot wasn't. Go ahead. I, I didn't say anything. Oh, I, <laughs> the volume thing is killing me. But, uh, you know, shots weren't falling. He was pulling shots he shouldn't have pulled. Um, there was one play in transition where he had the two on one with him and Josh, you know, I was always coached to, to move the ball back and forth, make the defense think. And nah, Tim said it's Timmy time. And that was that. There were a couple of shots he took, um, coming off of a screen and he got the ball like an off ball screen and he got the ball like top of the key And, and he had some space and I'm like, all right, he's about to pull it. And they still didn't fall. And then there was a goddamn in transition, wasn't even a really a fast break, 
the fast break had been stopped and like he just pulled in transition. I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you like? And I, I have to catch myself because I'm like, that's who Tim is. We know this. Like, why am I getting upset? It's either hit or miss. So it's like, man, at this I saw early. I'm like, yeah, this game is cooked. Like we have no offense out there. The fact that the offense looked awful, not only with Luca off the court, but with him on the court. Yeah, it was a wrap. You're muted. I'm trying to mess with my my audio stuff. But yeah, like even the fact that uh, with. When I realized that Spencer was playing the entire third quarter, pretty much because he was the only person that was effective, I knew it was about to get ugly. Um, Jason Kidd, he did not have what was needed to win this game. We needed to start drawing some plays up. We needed to to do some different things with our offense. Like I don't, I don't know, was he even coaching in the second half? Yeah, there wasn't enough movement on offense from, and I hate to see that because it's like you're a coach. If you clearly see that the offense isn't really producing the way it should, they're not really producing anything outside of two guys. I don't think anybody scored in double digits besides Luca and Spencer. And Luca had an awful game. Like Luca got the twenty four because he's Luca, right? And it's like run some plays for somebody like try to get some guys open like Reggie Bullock is just out there run some plays for Tim run some plays for Josh Green some actions for Josh Green like what are we doing I think we ran one play for Reggie Bullock he bricked it we ran a play for Tim Hardaway Jr. a couple times um I think he split those but yeah like we we need to have other sets And this is where I come in with what we've been talking about. Josh Green. You can do a little bit more with Josh Green than you could do with some of those other guys. You can have him, you can design plays to get him backdoor cut opportunities. You can design plays where he's on the move, getting to the middle of the floor and either going up for a a floater or hitting another cutter somewhere. Like you can get him to the middle of the floor with the ball Everything doesn't have to be from the top with Spencer and Luca initiating off the bounce. Like we can get more in Reggie Bullock, Dorian Finney-Smith. I don't trust either of them in those situations. I don't trust Maxie in that situation. I would trust Josh in a situation where he's getting the ball at the top of the key or at the free throw line with the opportunity to, to pass or shoot. We need to start integrating that type of stuff into our offense. That is another reason why I want Josh to be getting more minutes and more opportunities. It's not enough for him to just be on the court. It's time for him to start actually getting uh, into the action. Like watching him stand in the corner for two thirds of his possessions is goofy to me. We're past that. We need to be past that. If we're going to improve as a team and try to take a step in the right direction, we need to be past that with Josh Green. You have to let him fail. Give him opportunities to fail. Did Jaden Hardy travel with the team? Yeah, he was on the bench. I'm just like, obviously, I'm not expecting much out of the dude, but clearly we need some offense. We're missing our second, third best scorer on the team. Just throw him out there and see what kind of offense he can give us. I mean, 
I don't I don't understand. I mean, I, I get it. I get why you didn't. But it's like, what do we have to lose at this point besides the game? Like, yeah, at like late in the game when it was like four minutes left and it was very clear where things were trending. I thought maybe he might throw Jaden Hardy in there just to see what happened. Um, like we were clearly on our way to a loss, but there was still a little bit of time left. Kind of like I've almost every other coach does this where it's like, we look like shit. We're stagnant. I'm going to just give somebody else an opportunity to do something real quick. Um, I don't know if we recall McKinley, right or not, probably not. Uh, but when I saw Spencer play deep into the, uh, third, I thought maybe in the fourth, we would see Faku or something like that. Or Frank, it was like, give me something different because these dudes on the court are not getting it done. Uh, Josh had another one of those games where he scored all his points in the first half. And I I don't know what to attribute it to in particular. I think he got one or two shots in the second half still. Um, but I feel like the, the, the opportunities for him to, to get shots were gone. I don't know if they were paying more attention to him or what. There was one play where Spencer decided at the last second to try to pass to him, but Josh had left the spot. Uh, that's the only other pass I saw go his way. I did see Reggie Bullock look him off multiple times tonight on his way to a game where he played 25 minutes, 49 seconds, had three rebounds, no other stats, was 0 for 3 from the field, 0 for 2 from 3 with four fouls. And I have a, a quote here from Grant Afsith. Reggie Bullock joins Javon Carter as the only NBA players to record zero points in 20 plus minutes in multiple games this season. Bullock is the only NBA player to be held scoreless in consecutive games despite playing 20 plus minutes so far this season. Stop playing with me. NBA fans, the NBA action is just getting started, and so are incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA pregame money line bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Place the same game parlay and combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, total points scored, and more. For instance, the other night, I won a bet. I placed uh, Paul George's over on points and Zubats's over on points. Zubats's over on points, I'm going to be honest, look like a lock right now. It's still low at somewhere around 10.5 or 11.5. His rebounds look really good too, but the points seem like a lock. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet this week. Get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All I'm saying is, if you're a betting person, the sports books 
still have Reggie Bullock's made threes at two and a fucking half. What? I took the under like a motherfucker. On that's that. that's a free space in bingo. That that his that's a free free space. at like ten and a half. Reggie Bullock not making no three fucking three pointers. There's no such thing as a lock in, in sports betting, but that's as close as you're gonna get. <laughs> it would take him 15 shots to make three threes. Like, come on, man. Maybe it's because they're looking at the beginning of the season. Because at the beginning of the season, he wasn't really like he's made two shots in the past four games. Yeah, beginning of the season, he was cool. Like the first few games. But after that, uh, he ain't he ain't been on shit. By the way, Josh was three for six. Uh, he also played 25 minutes. Reggie played 25-49. Josh played 25-11. Fine with the split, whatever. Uh, Josh has six points, three assists, some nice ones, two steals. Uh, he was three for six from the field, 0 for two from three. I felt like he aimed the second one because of the first miss. So I'm got that's something to monitor in his next game. As well, uh, we should see his three-point percentage drop below 70, <laughs> finally. Um, but he still should register as well because he was one ahead of the pace. So, well, that Again, if you're one of those people that's been watching that, that's something to, to keep an eye on. But other than that, man, we're going up to Washington tomorrow. We'll be right back here tomorrow. Or will you be here? I can't remember. No, I'll be seeing Black Panther. I won't watch the game, but I'll be here to record. Okay, cool, 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 cool. And don't say a goddamn thing about Black Panther. Why would what? please don't I, I don't want to hear all oh, it was this. I don't want to hear it was that. Don't say a, a goddamn thing. And don't ask me. I'm not. All right. Uh, you know it's funny. When I look at Dorian Finney Smith and Maxi Kleber, they did exactly what I said I wanted from them in games last year. They both went two for five from three. That's what I asked for for them. Two two out of five threes. I'm not going to complain about what they did. And I can't. They they are what they are, right? Defenders, hustle guys. I, I can't ask them to go get me 15. That's, that's not what they're there for. The last, the last thing I want to mention about Luca's game is him having this bad game, he had some really good looks and he was just missing. Yeah. That worries me for tomorrow because it's a back-to-back. Right. And Christian Wood won't be there tomorrow either. I I just want y'all to be ready for that game tomorrow. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I'm curious what they do if anybody sits. I don't know if we can afford it, <laughs> to be honest. And then we got the Blazers Saturday. Like, this is three games in four days. And the Wizards have had, like, two, three days rest. Beal is out with the Beal flu. But, yeah, that, that, should, be a, that should be an interesting game. Um Nothing I saw tonight makes me excited for tomorrow's game. Um, unless Reggie Bullock gets some rest. That would make me very excited. That 
that that wouldn't make me excited because motherfucker you're getting paid we need you out there start hitting your shots fuck rest i need ready blood to rest give Jaden. we i don't need anybody to rest all you motherfuckers better play give Jaden hardy some minutes that's what i'm saying if if reggie's is reggie's out Josh more minutes. Maybe we see Jaden Hardy. That's all I'm give trying to Give some minutes. Fuck it, man. Get Frank, like, get Frank in there. I, Frank, I'm looking for Reggie Bullock doing, and he's longer. I'm looking. I, I, I don't. I don't want to see Frank, man. Look, if I got to watch Reggie Bullock go two for two for whatever he is at this point, I don't even know two for nineteen now. I, the argument that I was making for Frank last year is exactly what Reggie Bullock has given us. I don't say I don't necessarily want Frank. I'm saying Josh Green moves up. Jaden Hardy, Frank behind him, depending on what the situation is asking for. Give me some Davis Bertans, man. Davis Bertans foot don't work. His knee don't work. Inject that motherfucker with some. I don't think him and Wood are with the team, actually. That's true. That's a good point. Jaden Hardy, man. We need some offense. Like I said, if we need offense. I want to see Hardy. If we need defense, I want to see Frank. I, I, after what I saw last, tonight, I know what we need. Anything's possible. Shout out offense. To I need a motherfucker that can get a bucket. What if Tim go on five for 15? I mean, five. For, <laughs> 10 for 15. I'm about to say five for 15 is damn near a good Tim game. Oh, so that's, a, that's a regular ass <laughs> Tim game. <laughs> Oh, if yeah, 10, 10 for 15, that's I think we win that game. Yeah. You um, don't lose no goddamn Tim Hardaway Jr. 10 for 15 game. No, that's that's kind of hard to do. Um, I got to go and get in here and read some stuff. Uh, it's been 20. I said I was going to do 10, 15. Do you have anything else you need to say? I do not. It's 830. I can actually enjoy the rest of my evening. Absolutely. I don't even know if I'm a, I'm I'm going to probably watch basketball for the rest of the night or I'll probably watch something else and just wake up in the morning and see if my bets hit. But we'll see. Last thing, actually, I got I do have this one more thing to say. Deval McGee off the bench, 11 minutes, 5.6 boards, had a lob from Josh that I didn't see coming. Uh, Josh is out here to fix people, people. The only plus on the team today. Deval McGee. Yeah. I'm glad we got that in. So everybody else is going to dump on him. I got to get Deval McGee some love. Yeah, they're going to dump on him. But, you know. I like him off the bench. I like him off the bench. Said it. 11 minutes, six rebounds. Only two. Uh, No, I'm sorry. Not two. Five points. But. Yeah. The this is where the Javal McGee off the bench is, is fine with me. If Dwight Powell has a start, that's fine with me, too. There we were not a finished product at the five. Clearly, like this can't be it. Uh, it might be for this season. Like I, I don't know what our f- options are. Uh, I'm not looking out there for other options. Uh, Dwight Howard is in Taiwan. Um, but uh, he does not belong there. But that's yeah. It kind of made me sad, honestly, to see him. He looked happy, but uh, it's it's. I understand he's been an asshole behind the scenes, but. Uh, it, it sucks to see somebody who is a legend and didn't get the recognition he deserved from the league and now is out of the league prematurely. That's that's goofy to me. But whatever, man. Um, I don't make decisions. 
with that said, I guess we'll be back here tomorrow night. <sighs> Hopefully it's better than, than, than it is right now. Till then, peace. Peace. Thank you.